1: we're recording recording everybody hello 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 welcome to a patreon two black girls one rose patreon exclusive yes we are talking two things today the randall mm-hmm. scandal love loathing and vanderpump the documentary on hulu <laughs> and summer house martha's vineyard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i'm natasha and i'm justine okay so this randall scandal documentary this shit was a bit thin oh (laughs) my god (laughs) oh Zempic thin like just ridiculous yeah we were like we can't this recap is gonna be like 10 minutes so (laughs) we gotta do something else because it's not it wasn't giving at all no Mm -mm. um it was basically yeah it's just about a sleazy hollywood producer who treated his assistants like shit he was a narcissist like pretty run-of-the-mill yeah yeah it was Uh ari from uh what's this called entourage uh yes yes yes, yes, like yes. his life story like kind show of, ended yeah. in 2006 we could not <laughs> you know like yeah um okay so some high level mm-hmm. thoughts i guess or mm-hmm. for those of you who didn't watch it or i mean you really don't have to you can literally listen to this it? yeah <laughs> it's not that good <laughs> um so basically la times came out with this like expose on mm-hmm. randall around the time i think that vanderpump shit was like taking off maybe or a little bit before i don't remember i, um, I think they, yeah they started in 2021 researching him started researching it yeah yeah but the the whole expose hit because yes. this season lala was talking about it that's on this right season. episode mm-hmm. one that's yes. right that's right Yes. yeah so it was an investigative reporter from LA Times and Amy Kaufman, who is all over. Hey the place. girl.
0: <laughs> no. Hey, Amy.
1: Amy, she wrote that book on The Bachelor. Just mm-hmm. so interesting. And she's reached out to us before. She's really nice. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So so yeah, a story came across their desk about some big Hollywood production company being sued for not mm-hmm. paying um suing a producer for not being paid for their work essentially mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um and then as they started to dig they discovered all these other lawsuits suits mm-hmm. about this student in this company owing money to all kinds of people mm-hmm. um lawsuits about assistants being abused and mm-hmm. just like a whole bunch of shit came out um so obviously the person being sued was randall emmett yep who was a producer, he's, he's been in the business, I think, 25 years, mostly working on low-budget action films. <laughs> yo, teaser teasers? teaser teasers. That is the, that should have been the title of, the- <laughs> of this whole thing, right? It's <laughs> like, damn, that's so rough. crazy. And uh, it's, um, with it's- Josh, Walter, yeah, rough, literally the the types of movies he worked on were specifically made with kind of like old washed up action stars. Yep. Bruce Willis. Um, Steven Seagal, mm-hmm, these kind mm-hmm. of like old washed up dudes who don't really get booked on big Hollywood budgets anymore. Mm-hmm. So they make these smaller, low budget films that actually perform really well overseas. Right. Oh! They put together. Oh. I thought that was that was an interesting part of it. They put together these posters oh. where it's like fire and cars, and it's like Bruce yeah. Willis's face, and yeah. it's like you know hard the, knock and, life. Yeah. <laughs> and slap that up on some street corner in china somehow people love it and they go crazy for it oh okay 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 okay. here those movies have like no market but they Mm. have a market somewhere and so right those are the types of movies that randall produced Mm -hmm. um and they talk a little bit about his kind of journey into into hollywood he's cousins with jerry Bruckheimer, who's like a famous oh, no. producer his nepo babies here we mm-hmm. go i know i was like a like oh so he's connected i'm like all right everybody yep. has some type of connection mm-hmm. goddamn mm-hmm. um and he at 24 25 became mark Wahlberg's personal assistant, assistant. yeah mm-hmm. um which is interesting because the show entourage did you watch entourage i love i fucking entourage. love entourage yeah what <laughs> entourage? oh my god such a good show such a good show entourage as we know is based on mark Wahlberg's life mm-hmm, and so mm-hmm. apparently turtle is like loosely based oh. on randall <laughs> <laughs> <No>! <laughs> which that i kind of love that for him because turtle was the best turtle was the best character <laughs> And damn, and that actor has done great stuff. He was on uh what's it called? Oh, what's he uh doing? Power. He was on Power. Oh, he's in Power. Okay. Yeah. That's a good look for him. Yeah. Jeremy something or other his name. Love her. Oh, or something. Yeah. I don't know, but he seems like a nice young man. He's a, he black a nice, name. Man. He's a nice oh, young wow. man. Oh, wow. Love. Yeah. Oh, shout out to Turtle, <laughs> yeah. whoever that actor is. <laughs> but um apparently uh That's wild Randall's, That's Randall. Randall. Is that? That's, that's loosely loosely based, yeah. Yeah um so yeah so he kind of got his start in hollywood working with mark Wahlberg, and you know doing assistant work that's kind of like what everybody does in hollywood um somehow he got connected to some rich hollywood dude george forelaw and they together started Uh this production company making these like low budget movies essentially Uh uh um he kind of got his break when he worked with martin scorsese he was very Mm. lucky to get connected with scorsese to uh do this movie called silence which i haven't mm-hmm. seen I, I was gonna ask you if you've heard of it I've never i heard of when silence. i looked it up i do remember it because i remember because adam is in and i love him he's a great oh, actor. oh he is a great actor Damn. Mm-hmm. Okay. so i remember when it came out oh. but i didn't see it um but apparently it was a movie that was like really tough to make people didn't want to touch it for whatever reason and so somehow mm-hmm. randall got involved that makes sense with randall step right yeah exactly (laughs) stepped right on in and obviously doing anything with mark scorsese is going to give you some like leverage and clout and so that's when he started to really make big money and he worked on the irishman which is another big scorsese Mm -hmm. movie and Mm -hmm. so you know his his career starts to pick up a little bit Mm -hmm. shit hit the fan in 2019 when 50 cent Cause Curtis, <laughs> Curtis Johnson, or Curtis Jackson, whatever <laughs> We can say whatever we want about him, and I will, because he is a piece of he's terrible shit. He yeah, he's terrible, terrible person, horrible mm-hmm. person. But one thing he gonna do is get that money. He gonna get his money. Them niggas about his money. Mm-hmm. So, Fifty Cent. I guess, worked on some movies with Randall, mm-hmm. um, which I thought was interesting. Like on the low, he'd been acting in all these like low I budget know. action movies. And that also doesn't shock what? me. That, that like is Curtis not shocking. I know. He's be the star of the star. Hard Knock Life 2. Like, <laughs> right. <ugh. laughs> Um, so he worked, he acted in some movies, but also did some production on movies with Randall. They had their own production company together, apparently, called Cheetah Vision. You just, you know, you just register an LLC, bam. Bam. a production company? <laughs> right. <laughs> Shit. And on 2019, 50 got on Twitter and called mm-hmm. out Randall and said, you owe me $1 million and was very public about it mm-hmm. he was posting text message Test. threads between yeah. him and randall yo. randall giving him the runaround yo, randall looking like a herb <laughs> 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 like a herb I'm yo i'm sorry I'll, I'll get it to you when i can I right you're thousand dollars like oh my god just shook just shook sucked. 50 was so funny because he's like, You have till Monday, and then literally yep. was making all these memes, like, You have till Monday, and people are like, Posting oh. the memes yes. yeah. and showing off on Monday, he got his money, got his so money. just hilarious. Mm-hmm. So, that was like the first public kind of outing of this guy being like sleazy mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. owing people money and all this. Mm-hmm. Shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so the documentary then shows a lot of several different assistants people who've worked as randall's personal assistant yeah, and their experience he had a, he had a several <laughs> i think there's like four in this yeah. documentary alone <laughs> it just in a documentary just in this one yeah um which doesn't surprise me obviously he treats them like garbage so he probably runs through them mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and there's never a shortage shortage of young you know hollywood aspiring producers whatever yeah. hollywood's a wild place let me tell you let me tell you, I once upon a time, y'all, I studied film in college. I spent all three of my summers in college doing internships in the entertainment business. Mm -hmm. Um, Finally hit me senior year. Like, I don't think I want to do this. Like, (laughs) I don't think as much as I love movies and film and Mm -hmm. TV and all of that, like this industry is just not, I'm not at peace with it. I don't Mm -hmm. feel like this Mm -hmm. industry is for me Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. because it is a lot of it's a lot of nepotism. It's a mm-hmm. lot of just like networking and connecting and trying to mm-hmm. wiggle your way into rooms. It's a lot mm-hmm. of climbing the ladder. Like you work for an, ass- as an assistant, automatically like that's everybody starts even nepo babies you start as an assistant like you don't and you do that for years Mm -hmm. and during those times you have to make sure you're working on the right projects and connecting with the right people and Mm -hmm. working Mm -hmm. dumb hard outworking everybody so Mm -hmm. that people remember you when you contact them later it's like so much of that that Mm -hmm. it really turned me off but yeah some people are passionate about it and really love it and particularly if you're yeah. like this there was like this white dude from idaho he doesn't know shit about know. hollywood he doesn't have any connections so this, this is know. only what he thinks is his only way in right Essentially, right yeah and even when you do work that hard there's three nipple babies in front of you like well yeah was well, my mom yeah <laughs> and right and then you're out of a job and right? then you're out of a job <sighs> oh so Ooh, it, it reminds me of fashion fashion's like that too very similar industry yeah right? very very similar you're just like yeah. you're paid pennies or you're unpaid um that, and you're they, yeah they yeah. also want rich people to stay in the industry because nobody Only can afford it. yeah nobody can afford it to work in new yeah. york or la making thirty thousand dollars a year and working 70 hours a week <laughs> right literally you can't yeah, afford it <laughs> yeah no Oh my god. So, anyways, in the documentary, they interview several of his assistants who had all kinds of crazy stories of him. The one, guy, the same guy from Idaho. The first time he met him, he was in his underwear. Yeah, just, he did a lot of that. Yeah. Testing it out. Wildly inappropriate. They uh-huh. had a um a female assistant who yeah, it talks about how he'd take calls while peeing with the door open, mm-hmm, talking to mm-hmm. her and his hands down his pants. Mm-hmm. You know what? And I wrote this down. As a tech girl, a former tech girly, mm-hmm. you get that sometimes. Ugh. It's like a sometimes. boy. It's like the boys club. One guy yep. called the animal house. It's like that type of environment. It's exactly like that. In mm-hmm. tech, it's the same thing. Yeah. Men with power and money. HR tech. Mm -mm, They really thought they was was doing something. (laughs) They really thought, they really thought they was fucking Mark Zuckerberg out here at the HR tech company.
0: I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today.
1: This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Justine, there's something I got to get off my chest, girl. Tell me. I've been low-key struggling with my relationship with my phone and social media Lp.com slash 2BG1R. <laughs> like, okay, can you not oh, scratch man. your balls when I'm sitting down you're standing up? Oh Thanks. God. Yeah. No, Mm-mm. nope. Sick. Mm-hmm. But yes, it's weird. I'm, it's yeah. Weird. Give yeah. white men money and power and they and just. Zero accountability. No, and zero stakeholders, accountability. No board, yeah. no nothing. <laughs> yeah. This is what you get. hmm um so some of the craziest stories from the assistant so they interviewed he had a black assistant martin poor martin oh who really got put through it i mean randall's surprise, surprise is a fucking racist so i don't know if he called i don't know if martin was called the n-word or he just used the n-word freely around hard er around Martin. Mm -hmm. and a lot of you people you people this you people that he witnessed or Mm -hmm. was a part of Mm -hmm. um and then he had this crazy story where i was like martin why didn't you quit right then there what the fuck is this when um randall was in puerto rico and Martin is back in LA, and Randall tells him he wants his poker table. Oh yeah! Oh, this is very typical. Martin had to book his own flight to mm-hmm. Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. He had to ship this poker table, like overnight it. Yeah. He put everything on his own card because a common yeah. thread with all of the assistants is Randall never gave they them a expense. They everything. paid for things out of their own. What in the world that's come a special, on people that's a special type of uneducated yeah yeah you know and that's not knowing like, any better whatsoever because that's nothing. fucking nuts to never yeah. ask. they didn't know to ask for an expense card or something right it right these are people who they can't possibly come from New York mm-hmm. even Charlotte North Carolina dallas texas they gotta come from the middle of fucking nowhere nowhere to <laughs> know what well, to ask for the yeah. right questions to ask yeah so yeah he had to ship this poker table that costs like a dollars to ship it then he had to book his own flight to puerto rico to mm-hmm. set up the poker table put himself mm-hmm. up himself in mm-hmm. a airbnb mm-hmm. paid for all that himself and then while he was in puerto rico um randall sent him back to his Whatever, wherever he was staying to go into his yeah. safe to get something when he goes into the safe there's like a block of cocaine, cocaine. and the hotel staff is like standing there mm-hmm. watching him do this mm-hmm. and so he's obviously terrified he's a black man in fucking mm-hmm. puerto rico with a block mm-hmm. of cocaine mm-hmm. there and they're like mm-hmm. what the hell um so yeah that was fucking nuts and um yeah and then all the assistants had experiences of them having to wire women money Mm -hmm. through their personal apple pay accounts because randall didn't want to trace back to his so they would do it through their own what in the stormy daniels what girl oh my god just (laughs) exactly what in the harvey weinstein is this (laughs) big shit randall is trying to do like i can't even um so just a mess um we we there's not a lot on lala we do we you know we talk a little bit about lala and their relationship yeah lala's mom and brother were in the film his mom and brother were in the film they talk Mm -hmm. about how you know lala met him as as a hostess at sir he sent his assistant over Mm -hmm. you know one thing was another they fell in love whatever she was so happy with him blah 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 Mm -hmm. um but shit started to go left after she gave birth to that little baby ocean ocean yep he was never home Mm -hmm. she was the mom was living with them at the time Mm -hmm. and was literally seeing her daughter like sinking into depression Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and then october 2021 pictures surfaced of randall in nashville yep kind of like quote-unquote innocent pictures him like crossing the street with two women but lala knows what it is she didn't need any more she she literally once was one of those ladies crossing crossing the street exactly yeah (laughs) So she didn't need nothing more than that. And nope. she um she left him. Her and her mom packed up everything in the middle of the night and literally yep. just like got the fuck out of there. Yep. And soon after the whole LA Times stuff came out and more things came out. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, there was a whole other section of the documentary of some TV show called Pump that they were filming based on the bodybuilders at Venice Beach that uh-huh. the project never came to fruition and he owed all these people money and he never paid them. Six hundred thousand dollars. $600,000, and he was like literally fighting the Writers Guild on yes. these allegations, like really trying not to pay these people. Yeah, yep. yep, just sick because he was also on Instagram in private jets flying all over the world. Rolls Royce, this, yeah, that, this, that. Day. He was on Vanderpump Rules at the time, showing his yeah. whole ass. <laughs> so, um, just a mess. Um, yeah but honestly, it was kind of thin like it was mm-hmm. just like stories we've heard before it's so typical which is frustrating very typical yeah. i don't know if you feel this way but when i watch these stories i'm very frustrated yeah yeah it just shows you like this is just this isn't this isn't this is not individuals like harvey weinstein right. or randall whatever it's the culture this is systemic it's yeah. the system of hollywood that is built around exploitation really that's labor true. exploitation mm-hmm. um i mean the women being exploited yeah by yeah. powerful men with money just like so many different ways of people being exploited that's the culture of the business and that's how we get a randall who's a low budget action film director out here exploiting bitches like what <laughs> like, how dare you how dare you oh a mess so that was the randall scandal yeah that was it. That's basically it mm-hmm. um okay let's get into summer house Martha's vineyard. <laughs> my favorite show <laughs> my fame there's a lot to talk about this episode i mean right this was really good this was good this episode yeah. had a lot packed in mm-hmm. between Silas and his anti-feminist old school ass ways ain't he something, ain't he something? Shanice running around butt naked in front of Bria's man, but also Bria slapping Shanice's ass and twerking right in front of Bria's man. They were in the hot tub, that's true. They were doing that because there is there's nuance now, yeah. Like, oh, wait a minute, maybe this wasn't so wrong, maybe this wasn't so bad, like. And then Jasmine and her, woe is me, I'm a wife, (laughs) the struggle city. Like, I can't stand her husband, hates him. She really does. She's seeing it now because everybody hates him too. So, oh, that sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we pick up this episode from last week. So, Bria's Mm -hmm. boyfriend, the German dude, comes, he buys watches for everybody. They're Mm -hmm. out at dinner. Mm -hmm. Jasmine starts crying, talking about her struggles of being a married woman and feeling that she is isolated mm-hmm. from the group mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. and last episode we saw how her and jordan kind of got into it because jordan is like i'm single and i'm fine like stop yeah. trying to project your unhappiness onto me like right stop. right stop mm-hmm. yeah um so i know you put up a poll on instagram i did, I did asking I was so people <laughs> thoughts about- what the fuck <laughs> is going on with <laughs> jasmine and she was- what is she talking about yeah, yeah. so i think um there were a lot of people here who had a lot of different answers and there were some people who said absolutely not unless her single friends are unsupportive then that's probably why mm-hmm. which I'm pretty sure that is why because mm-hmm. they are unsupportive of yeah. this weird shit mm-hmm. um but some people did say that it is time to there's like a time to adjust like um one person said I was the only married friend for years so Mm. yes i definitely know what she's saying Mm, mm -hmm. um i kind of get it she's a newlywed and she's trying to figure it out um uh, some people are saying she doesn't shut up about her husband so that's why she's isolating herself Mm. Um, and some people said this only gets worse with kids yeah i I guess definitely that. if you're the (laughs) only one with kids in a group of single women like that's definitely yeah yeah um But the amount of varied answers was interesting Mm. to me because Mm. me and you are both like, what is she talking about? What is she talking about? Um, But I think it's interesting that people feel like that when they're married and not when they're in a long-term relationship. I don't know what the difference is. That's what I'm saying. It's like the marriage switch kind of like something for her it's like now i'm married i'm a wife it's like all these expectations Mm. and this role and like she feels like her identity with her friends have changed and i was like did it was it different when you guys started dating because what's the difference between then and now and now but i think the difference is her husband's expectations of her that's that's the outlier here it's silas and the man that she's married to (laughs) And why she's feeling so isolated? Yeah, because he has these expectations of the type of wife he demands out of her, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and is not supportive of her hanging with her girls and having Mm -mm. fun and that side of her. He doesn't know that Mm -mm. side of her. He doesn't want to know that side of her. He refuses Mm -mm. to acknowledge that that is also part of her. Yeah. So she's feeling more the tug from him. Yeah. And I think it's her friends making her feel any type of way. Yeah. She also i think her friends pretty consistently say she's different yeah she definitely she you can tell she's acting different yeah Yeah. and i think that's why they are isolating her on purpose because Mm -hmm. now she's different and they're like who the fuck are you Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. and that makes a lot of sense because they're the it seems like silas brings out the worst in her and her friends relationships that's what yes. it seems like to me right like not even yeah. the worst in jasmine mm-hmm. but the worst like kind of holes in all of her friendships maybe mm-hmm. that could be there because they're kind of co-worker friends mm. um it seems like he brings out the worst parts in that and mm. not just letting her be and not just letting her be friends with her girls that's and, like, what, do what she wants to do yeah i don't know yeah and they have this dynamic of of like a clocking in with each other like where are you going who's gonna be there like
0: right
1: all kinds of questions and there's no like trust of like she's her own independent woman Mm -hmm. she has her own independent relationship with her friends she's gonna go out with them do them Mm -hmm. and i'm gonna support that um but as bria said bria said in her confessional she got sucked into a make-believe world of doing what she had to do to present as a wife yeah which i think that's what it is her and silas are living this make-believe world of like we are husband and wife yeah now you (laughs) must cook me (laughs) breakfast every morning and rub my feet and not go out with your girls Mm -hmm. and like Mm -hmm. jasmine knows that's some bullshit but she's trying to like honor him because that's her husband you know what i mean Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) but that's a snippet of this week's episode for the full episode and bonus episodes and videos, join our amazing community on Patreon at patreon.com backslash 2 girls one rose See you next week.